Hello friends, welcome to the second episode of the Field of View podcast. This podcast is a video game commentary podcast. The host will offer commentary on the video game world. Subjects will be about developers, gaming communities, the games themselves, and so on and so on. These commentaries are the opinions of the host and the host alone. So with that, let's get started with this episode. Hope everyone is doing well. I myself are doing pretty good. The 4th of July was about a couple of weeks ago and my family and I celebrated just like any good American does on that day. Barbecue and fireworks. First off, I'd like to thank the men and women who serve the armed forces. Without you, I wouldn't be able to do something like this. So I encourage everyone to please take the time and thank the veterans and the current members of the armed forces for all they've done and will do. It's very important to thank the veterans. Another thing I would like to also do is thank the people who listened to the first episode. Man, I got some great feedback and I think it'll help me improve the quality of this podcast. I mean, I'm still learning everything. I just actually found out the microphone I bought, this lovely blue microphone, Snowball Ice microphone, actually has a tilt. You can tilt it up. Who knew? You know, I'm, I'm new at this. What can I say? All this feedback really helps me improve, so please reach out to me. I mean, I have a Twitter account for this podcast. It is at FOVcast, and also I have an email. It's fieldofviewpod at gmail.com. I have some great ideas for future episodes, but I would like to get some from the listeners as well. Please let me know. Again. I want to use this as a way to meet new people and get new ideas. This podcast is really to help me do something creative and try something I never really thought I would do and get myself out of my comfort zone. I grew up as a very shy kid, never really talked, and actually my wife, yes I am married, my wife actually encourages me to talk more whenever we're out with people. So I want to use this as a way to open up If I open up in front of the microphone that I'm here with and who knows what can happen. I mean, maybe I'll just talk and my wife will be like, will you please shut up? But you never know. Um, I never really thought I could do something like this. I mean, technology has come a long way to where somebody could basically have their own radio show. Well, internet radio show at the least. Before I get to the main topic, I just realized something I have not introduced myself. My name is Brian. I'm the host. Uh, my gamer tag, I usually play on Xbox. If you didn't listen to the first episode, I'm primarily a Xbox player. Uh, it is Dreadnought78. Uh, Dreadnought is spelled D-R-E-A-D-N-O-U-G-H-T. I think I said this on the last episode. If you're a musician or if you play the guitar... You'll know why I spell Dreadnought that way, so um, if you understand what I'm talking about, hey, shoot me a tweet, at FOVcast, FOV podcast, alright, again, I'm still learning. Anyways, before we get to the main topic, um, I'd like to talk about what I've done in gaming here lately. Um, Most of it still has to do with The Division, I still play that game, Um, I still play a lot when I'm with uh, my friends who got me back into the division, we run like legendaries, um, 
I try to get, you know, the best gear. We all try to get the best gear, and it's been really a lot of fun. But some of the other game games that I've been playing, uh, one of them is PUBG, and man, that game is so intense. If you can get down to just 10 players, your heart starts to race and you start to get paranoid. Just like every noise is a guy right behind you, or a girl, and he's going to, uh, he or she, is going to shoot you down. You get down to five players, your heart is in your throat, and you think every sound, even if it's like something that you hear through your headphones that's coming from your room or somebody knocks on your door, you think, okay, I'm about to die in PUBG. Uh, one of the games that I want to talk about that I had with uh, PUBG is uh, my friend and, and I, we teamed up in duos. We do that a lot. And we actually got a chicken dinner. And it was a really cool chicken dinner. Um, I've gotten probably, I've gotten one solo and now three, maybe four with like other players, other teammates. Whether they're teams of like two or three, it doesn't really matter. Uh, this is actually my first duo is more than I think about my first duo chicken dinner but uh, the way it went down it was like three players left me my friend and some other person and we're sitting here in this building uh, essentially on the new Mir uh, Miramar map um, again I play Xbox so it's the PUBG for all you PC PUBG players out there and like what do you mean Miramar we already have another one well we haven't got that yet on Xbox so I mean I don't know what to tell you my friend and I are in this um, room, in this house, and I just kind of peek out the window, and all of a sudden, I get immediately sniped. I'm like, okay, there he is, or she. So my friend's trying to look for him or her, and we can't get a bearing on him. I mean, I'm bleeding out, but all of a sudden, we hear click-clink, click-clink, and he threw a couple of grenades into the building. My friend panics. Leaves me basically to bleed out. Um, but he's like, I gotta find this guy. So he runs out there. Luckily, the person who threw in the grenades was looking up at the window thinking somebody was gonna peek out. Or he thought maybe he had a chicken dinner by just blowing us all up. Luckily, my friend saw him, killed him, and winner, winner, chicken dinner. It was so intense, at least for my friend, where he had to take a couple of minutes before we started another game. So regardless of whatever you think about PUBG, especially on Xbox, it does have its issues. I get it. But it's still very fun. I have my issues too on Xbox. I have an original OG Xbox One. And it takes forever and ever for the map to fully load, which makes me kind of think I'm probably going to have to invest into an Xbox One X before long. Because if I'm going to play this game with my friends, I'm going to need something a little bit faster to load into a map. The other thing I did, I um, re-downloaded Warframe. Now, this is a free-to-play game. Uh, it's been around, I think, for almost five years, I believe, or maybe even six. It's hard to believe a game like this has been around for six years because it is a free-to-play game. I downloaded it probably like maybe a year or two ago and thought it was fun, but as many Warframe players have probably talked about, it can be a little daunting understanding like the systems. And I did exactly what some people have done with Warframe. I just stopped playing because I was playing other games and Destiny is one of the reasons. But Digital Extremes, who's the uh, developer of this game, has really kept up with it. Really updating with like new story modes, new features. 
And here recently, they just added another, or about to add another uh, expansion pack, probably here in a couple of months. And it's going to include like a new um, world. And it's going to include to where you can actually like battle with two of your other friends on a ship. I encourage you to watch TennoCon 2018. Yeah, this game has a convention of its own. It's really unique. After watching all that, I just really got into the game again. And it's been a lot of fun, if you can't tell by my uh, voice. Uh, I do recommend that you do a lot of research on this game, especially when you start playing it for the first time. There are a ton of help. There's tons of help on Warframe's website. There's a lot of YouTube videos of people who have played this game since this came out. I recommend everybody do that. And even those videos that I just mentioned that I watched has helped me out tremendously. I will definitely be doing a more in-depth episode on Warframe and my experiences. So keep your ears peeled for that or wake up, Tenno. Alright, so let's get into the main topic of this episode. This topic I hope warms your heart, especially if you're a gamer. We gamers are known to be a bitter bunch of miscreants, but we do care too. I would like to talk about the charity aspect of gaming and inform you how even people who sit and play video games for hours on end can raise money for charities. Also, gamers love to give their hard-earned money for a cause they can get behind because it has either helped them in the past or helped someone that they loved ones as like brothers, sisters, parents even, or they just love what this cause does for the world. So if you can't tell, this episode is about those charities, and this episode is titled Gaming Gives Back. All right, for those non-gamers out there, were you aware that there are charities that raise money by just people playing video games? There are a few out there, and more seem to be coming along each year. I picked out three to highlight in this episode, but I encourage you to find all the others as well. The way of the world is now, it's very heartwarming to see things like this out there and to help make the world a little bit better. I remember growing up, there would be a TV marathon raising money for some charity. Most would be the Children's Miracle Network where celebrities would be talking, taking calls, and hosting the program and to encourage you to give money. And those are great. There's even uh, some new ones out here for that's around that same thing with celebrities. I know one is called the Red Nose Day that Walgreens is a big part of. And I think all the major networks carry the hour or two hour long program that they run. And they have like a list of A-list celebrities who tell a story or they're on the phones where I don't know how often you get to actually talk to the celebrities that are on the phones, but you never know if you ever wanted to talk to... Tom Hanks, or maybe even Kim Kardashian might do this. I don't know. Um, if you know what I'm talking about, you've probably seen the program. I think they do it every year. They may have already done this one. I can't remember. You get the idea of how a lot of these marathons and a lot of these charity charities really depend on the fundraising part. And like I said, I picked out three for this episode, and they all have to do with video games. So... Let's get down to the three that I have chosen. First is Extra Life. Now, according to their website, it was founded in 2008, and they have raised over $40 million for the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. 
Again, like I said earlier, some charities will sponsor another charity. It's the way it works. Now, how you work with Extra Life is you register with them, and they have a list of hospitals that are considered Children's Miracle Network hospitals. And you just do raise money and you game. When I was doing the research, I found you don't really need to stream to raise any money. It's basically a pledge. You pledge your goal and you get donations from either your friends, your family, even people who are willing to sponsor you to say, hey, give me $20 so I can do, I don't know, five hours of gaming for the hospital with the Children's Miracle Network in the area. I know I've seen a few streamers that have actually done this. They stream multiple times a year where they even do like a 24-hour stream, which actually the website does say, do I really have to play games for 24 hours? And actually, Extra Life does encourage this, but they tell you, hey, take breaks, get some food in your belly, don't push yourself because... I don't think it looks good for a charity that encourages people to play video games for money to donate to a hospital and then they end up being in the hospital. I don't think that's what they want. Their website does have a list and they also have a Discord channel uh, to where you can get with other gamers who do Extra Life and maybe you guys or gals can team up together and raise some money for the Children's Miracle Network Hospital. As I'm going to say in a lot of in the, a lot of these, I recommend that you go to their website and see if that's something that you want to pursue. It's pretty simple. It's www.extra-life.org. And if you want more on the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals, the website is www.childrensmiraclenetworkhospitals.org. Now the next one I'd like to highlight is called Child's Play. Child's Play was actually founded in 2003, and they, just like Extra Life, have raised over $40 million for their cause. Now, the way they work, they select hospitals in certain areas, and they get lists of what kids would want while they are staying at that particular hospital. So if you think about it, it's a wish list for these kids who are in the hospital because of some illness. More than likely, it's cancer. And it can really help their morale and boost their spirits to help the healing process. Now, it can be a lot of things. It can be toys. It can be books. And it can also be video games and video game consoles. If you look on their website, they have lists. And when you look on there, you can see what each hospital wants or is asking for. And you can just flat out donate it. You can go out and buy it. So say they wanted a game, they say they wanted the Minecraft game. Well, you can go out, buy the Minecraft game, and give it to that hospital. Now, if you just want to donate money, you can actually donate money to Child's Play directly. And what they do with that money, they go off and they buy whatever is on a hospital's list. I'm not sure if you can actually select which hospital you want this money to go to, so well, they'll use that hospital's list. But that's something that you can research yourself. Now I said earlier that this really helps a kid with their morale, boost their spirits, boost their energy, and it also boosts the healing process. And it gives them a sense of normalcy because a kid who is sick in the hospital and constantly being tested for this and x-rays for that, it can be really scary. 
especially for the parents. But video games are a really good distraction. They're a really good stress reliever in your life. And it can help anyone, especially a child, and it can help them feel normal as well. If you want to know more about Child's Play, visit their website. It's www.childsplaycharity.org. Now, the last one I like to talk about, it really didn't start out as a charity. It started out as a gathering of gamers who play one particular game, and they just wanted to meet and talk about that particular game. I'm talking about Guardian Con. And Guardian Con has actually raised around $5 million for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Now, St. Jude is a great hospital because they take care of a sick kid with cancer. They do everything they can from research to a new treatment. And the parents don't pay a cent. They pay nothing. We've all been in the hospital. Hopefully, we haven't been for a serious thing like this. I never wish that on anyone. Luckily, I have a job that has insurance and my wife has insurance too. So when we go to the hospital, we go to the doctor, we have to pay something. And if you've ever opened up your statement that you get from your insurance, it's an astronomical price what they charge for a particular test or procedure. And you think about a kid who is sick with cancer, the amount of money that it takes for them to get care. I'm not sure a lot of insurance companies would cover everything, and I know the parents can't afford the leftovers for whatever the insurance pays. But St. Jude, like I said, doesn't charge the family a cent. While the kid is there, they're getting AAA treatment, and they're getting it for free. And they also do a lot for the parents. They make sure that they have a place to stay while they're in St. Jude. St. Jude is based out of Memphis, Tennessee, and they get kids from all over the world. So what are the parents going to do? Well, St. Jude also parent pays the parents to come out and they pay for their housing. Like I said, this hospital is tremendous. When I was growing up and I grew up in uh, Alabama, which Memphis is about, I want to say two and a half hours from where I grew up in Alabama. And I remember in school, we'd always do some kind of drive for St. Jude. We probably sold a lot of candy bars for the kids in St. Jude. We maybe even sold some fruit like the oranges, apples, bananas. But I do remember that we also did a walking marathon. I believe this is correct. Where you would go and get donations for saying, hey, I'm going to do the St. Jude walk. I want to raise this amount of money. Can you give and you can come out and watch me walk to make sure I do everything. Most people, they don't do that. But I remember that was one of the things that we had to do in school. And I also remember some of the stories that they told about the kids. And that's why St. Jude to me is probably the charity that I donate to. My work encourages that we donate to some kind of cause, whether it be local, whether it be somewhere that you've just really enjoyed what they do really thought it was a great cause and they actually match whatever i can donate so when i found out that guardian con was going to raise money for the saint jude children's research hospital i was on point i was immediately on board it's amazing how a bunch of fans can get together about a game and that game is destiny the story of guardian con is the three top people well, actually it was two. The two st top streamers decided to do a meet and greet. 
at a bar in Tampa, Florida, where they lived. And the streamers are King Gathalion and Professor Broman. And they invited all their streamer friends. They invited their followers on Twitch. And it was just a tremendous outpouring of people coming together at this bar in Tampa, Florida. So the guys got to talking and they brought aboard another streamer, K-Magic 101. And they decided that wouldn't it be great if we started a convention? And the sole purpose of this convention is not to talk about Destiny the game, but it's also to raise money for a charity. And they picked St. Jude. And every time that this comes up for Guardian Con, which... This year, it was July 13th and 14th, which it's already passed. Always get excited to watch the charity stream that they do. Uh, They've done this the past couple of times, and they did it again this year. Or for an entire week before Guardian Con, the actual convention kicks off. They do a 24-7 week-long stream. And the purpose of these streams is to get people to donate to St. Jude. This year they had a bunch of people and they had the famous uh, Fortnite people, Twitch, um, sorry. They had the famous Fortnite streamers, Ninja and Dr. Lupo, which Dr. Lupo started out at Destiny. But it's tremendous to see what all of these streamers did. Now, here's some facts about St. Jude besides the ones that I mentioned earlier that the family never pays for treatment. And they solely run on donations. I'm not sure if I mentioned that before, but they do. They solely run on donations. This year, the goal was to, for Guardian Con, was to raise enough money to where that hospital can run for a day. Now, if you do any research or you just go on GuardianCon.co, you find out that it takes $2.4 million a day to run that hospital. And Professor Broman, who is in charge of the charitable part of Guardian Con, He said, I want to raise enough money to run the hospital for a day. So the goal was $2.4 million. Last year, they raised $1.5 million doing the exact same thing. Now, before I tell you what they raised, besides the stream for a whole entire week leading up to the day one of Guardian Con, and it's a two-day convention, they still go forward and they raise money during the convention. They stream what's going on in the convention. These guys did a tremendous job getting corporate sponsors to come in, and they even got a couple of uh, gaming uh, companies to come in this year officially come in this year one of them was digital extremes who are the makers of warframe i said earlier in the podcast that warframe and digital extremes they do their own convention called tenocon this past tenocon which was i think a couple of weeks ago they donated fifty thousand dollars to guardian con bungie was another gamer that came up because it is named after the character that you play guardian but they're not an official sponsor but they actually came up and they had a demonstration of the new gaming mode that's coming out in september for their new um expansion pack called forsaken they did this for e3 when it came out it was called gambit and they made the announcement even before e3 came out that the only two places that you can play this new mode for destiny is at e3 and at guardian con so bungie was there official bungie with developers to where their fans could come up and talk and i know what you're thinking the bungie fans have not been kind the destiny players have not been kind but i think it's still great that bungie still recognizes that they're improving this game they're improving destiny 2 
And they still want to talk to the community and the players that play their game. And I think it was great that they brought a mode down to Guardian Con just to get more people, just to sell more tickets, to hopefully those people will donate to St. Jude Children's Hospitals, Research Hospital. So, without further ado, this year, Guardian Con, with a goal of $2.4 million, they raised 2.7. That is just incredible. It shows that a small amount of people could make something so big that it helps an organization or a hospital, especially with children being sick. These gamers created a charity and are changing those kids' lives, and they're even changing, I would say, the people that are around them. It's just incredible. So if you'd like to know more about St. Jude and Guardian Con, you can go to their websites, of course. St. Jude's is www.stjude.org. And I mentioned earlier that Guardian Con's website is www.guardiancon.co. So there you go. Those are the three that I think are doing incredible in the name of video games. And I'm again encourage, encouraging every listener to go and maybe donate to one of these causes. And it's okay if you don't want to. Go find a cause that you can donate to. There are a lot of them out there. And there are more that are coming up probably each year. I hope this sheds a light on what gamers can be about. Just because we or some people may want to sit in a dark room and play nothing but video games all day. Doesn't mean that's every gamer. Video games are fun but they also impact people's lives. And all of these charities that I just mentioned, these communities that have developed in the sense of giving, really shows that, yes, we play video games, but we also care. And when we care, we care a lot. And we do what we can. So, listeners, go out, find a charity, donate your time, donate your money if you can. Just go out and create a positive aura around your community. So I think that really wraps it up now. I want to thank you for your patience. Um, I know that this has been a long wait for episode two to come out. My first goal when doing this podcast was I wanted to make sure that I got it out on time. You know, I want to keep to a schedule. If I'm going to do this, I have to keep to a, a release schedule. So therefore, I have to plan a recording time and an editing time. And my whole idea was it to come out on Wednesday. So unless there's technical issues, I hope this comes out on Wednesday. I hope as you're listening to this, it is Wednesday, wherever you are. So I want to thank you for your patience. And again, I want to remind you that I want to make this a community. I want to make this a discussion of different ideas. So reach out to the podcast. Again, Twitter, at FOV Podcast. And the email is fieldofviewpod.gmail.com. No, there's no dot there. All right, like I said, I'm learning. Fieldofviewpod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a tremendous week. I will be around gaming. I will probably be playing Warframe. But if you see me on Xbox, again, that's Dreadnought78. If you see me, send me a message. Let's play some games. Let's have some fun. Let's relieve some stress. As stressful as this world is, that's very important. So, you guys have a great day. 
Have a great week and game on.